Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Fluently Forward. Today, we are going to be diving in to Lindsay Lohan. She's kind of starting to pop up again. It's been, you know, it's been a little bit, and she's popping up in Netflix, not, you know, clubbing and Mykonos and things like that. She is going to be in a new Netflix Christmas movie that is coming out, I mean, obviously soon. So I thought, you know what? The timing is right. Let's do an episode kind of similar to our Cara Delevingne and Rihanna episode where we kind of walk through the timeline of Lindsay Lohan's life. So a little bit of a deep dive and based on each year after I tell you what happened to Lindsay in that year, we are then going to get into the blind items associated with that year of her life. I feel like it's a great way to do these episodes now. Look at me giving myself a pat on the back. But I feel like it's great because this way you get a little bit of the real stuff, what actually happened, then you get the blinds and it adds a little bit more juice to the blinds because you're like, oh my God, look at that. This blind item totally makes sense because she was in Vancouver that year or something like that. Other content that we have done recently, if you are a patron, uh, Fluently Forward is on Patreon. So patreon.com slash Fluently Forward. This past Friday, we dropped an episode. I basically asked you guys, I said, what questions do you want me to answer? So we did a Q&A there and you guys wanted blind items on Addison Ray and American Horror Story and Evan Rachel Woods and Pete Wentz and Michael Jackson and Supernatural blind items and Doja Cat and Dylan O'Brien. Basically, we got into about 20 questions over there and the patreon is very you ask it we will answer it those types of episodes so let's now get into this week's one which is a very well researched Lindsay lohan deep dive and we're going to start off with the little tldr overview of Lindsay lohan before we take it in depth year by year all right so who is Lindsay lohan she's an american actress and singer she was born in new york She was raised on Long Island. She actually was a model before she was an actress. I feel like that happens to so many people, right? So she signed to Ford Models at the age of three. Then she was a regular on a television soap opera, Another World. That was at age 10. And she really had her breakthrough. We all know and love her from The Parent Trap, Walt Disney movie. That happened in 1998. So after that, she started getting more gigs. She was in Life Size. She was in Get a Clue, Freaky Friday, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, all of that fun teeny bopper stuff that, I'll be honest, I still watch some of that stuff to this day. Freaky Friday is iconic. Then in 2004, she was in Mean Girls, and obviously she just became a huge star after that. How good was Mean Girls? There really hasn't been another movie like it, I think. I know Bridesmaids tried to do a little Mean Girls stuff, but nothing came close to Mean Girls. The early 2000s were just so peak for comedy movies. And after she got successful from Mean Girls, she was in a few more roles. And at around 2006 and the late 2000s, she started having a reputation as like a tabloid girl. So she had a lot of personal life struggles, a lot of drug and alcohol struggles. And all of these, you have to understand, it was a different world in the 2000s. All of these were for everyone to know. They were plastered over magazines. They were anywhere you could see it. She kind of became a little bit of a joke. Now, she's had many different 
chances and kind of eras to try to revamp her career and get back to like the, you know, shiny Hollywood girl that we love. One of these was in 2013. So she paired up with Oprah Winfrey. I mean, truth really is stranger than fiction. And she began filming a docu-series in 2014 called Lindsay. I watched parts of it. It is on YouTube. Some kind soul put all six hours of it up there on YouTube for you to watch. I thought it was a little bit self-indulgent. I thought she didn't come across in the best light. I think, you know, when a celebrity does a one-hour documentary, that's great. But once it hits the five-hour mark, to me, it's just kind of like, I don't know, like regular people have problems too. Why are we watching this very privileged person struggle for six hours and, you know, make money off of us watching it? But you know me, I'm a little bit of a celebrity cynic. So she had a little bit of a stint across the world. She was found in Greece, the Middle East. Um, we'll be getting into all of that with the blind items. And as of today, recently, so we're in 2022, she has had multiple years of continued sobriety under her belt. Hashtag maybe allegedly. We'll be getting into that too. And she has signed a multi-film deal with Netflix to star in a bunch of upcoming projects. So the first film in this deal is Falling for Christmas. It's going to be released at the end of 2022, so literally next month. And everybody's kind of waiting with bated breath to see, okay, Lindsay Lohan, is she back on track or is this another failed attempt to get back on the right track and she's promptly going to fall off of it? So a little bit about her childhood. I think everyone who knows anything about Lindsay Lohan says the same thing. And I was looking up on Reddit and, you know, different places online, and you can never trust what people say online, but there are people who have said similar things about her, which is that they've known her in real life, either when she was a kid or when she was a teenager, and they find her despicable. <laughs> this is all alleged anonymous people online. But it's funny that every single story I've read, maybe there was about 20 of them, every person said, yeah, she wasn't great in person, she was really disrespectful, kind of a train wreck, but how can you blame her for it when her childhood was that messed up? Does anyone really have a fighting chance? So let's dive a little bit into her childhood. Like I said, she was born in New York, she grew up in Long Island, her mother's name is Dina, her father's name is Michael, and both of the parents are a little bit of a piece of work. So her mom is a former singer and dancer. Her dad is a former Wall Street trader, and he has been in trouble with the law. We're about to get into that. So also both of their parents have been in the entertainment industry before, and I just kind of feel like whenever you have entertainment industry parents raising an entertainment industry child, nothing that good comes of it. She also has three younger siblings. All of them have been models or actors. And she started getting homeschooled in grade 11. So let's find out a little bit about her father. So her father was also a former child actor, and he's had a bunch of different careers throughout his life. He had a pasta business, he worked in finance as a Wall Street trader, and then he also produced films. And like I said, her mother also former professional dancer. She was actually one of the Radio City Music Hall Rockettes, which I'm like dying to see them this year. And she also had a little bit of a business in finance. She worked as a Wall Street analyst and then ended up becoming her daughter's manager. And let me know what you think. I know Selena Gomez, her mom was her manager for a bit. That happens a lot with child stars. Sometimes I feel like it's the best decision in the world because, you know, if your family unconditionally loves you, who else is going to be 
you know, there to guide you and make the be truly best decisions for you. And then sometimes I feel like it's literally the worst decision. I think it just depends on who your parent is. So her father, rumor goes that basically Lindsay Lohan kind of had no fighting chance in life and that she got into the industry because her dad went to jail for insider trading. And because the family needed money, they were like, here we go. Lindsay's going to be our cash cow. So what happened with the dad? So he was imprisoned for insider trading from 1990 to 1993. And similar to what we're going to be hearing about Lindsay, he served another year in jail in 1997 for violating his probation. Then later on in 2004, he was charged with attempted assault and convicted of drunk driving. He served another two and a half year term and then he was released in 2007. So Lindsay Lohan's parents have also been on again, off again. They married in 1985. They were separated when Lindsay was three, which by the way, was the same time that she became a model, a little toddler model. Then they later reunited. Then they separated again in 2005 and finalized their divorce in 2007, which would be when he was released from prison. So now we are going to get into Lindsay Lohan's life year by year. And if any blind items relate to the year, we're going to kind of talk a little bit about that. So as I mentioned before, 1998 is when she's in the parent trap. And that's really when Lindsay Lohan just takes off. I mean, how adorable was she in the parent trap and you know that I love a good conspiracy theory. Have you heard of the conspiracy theory that Lindsay Lohan is legitimately a twin? So if you ever want like a fun little Google that is a fun thing to check out. I'll give you a little TLDR of it. People think that the twin's name was Kelsey Morgan Lohan. Some people think that Kelsey was murdered right before the parent trap was released. And other people think that she was killed in 2001 after she mysteriously like disappeared and was able to get away. So what people think happens, they think that she allegedly died in a car accident that may have been planned or maybe wasn't, and that Disney obviously had a lot of money riding on the parent trap. So they were like, you know what, we're just going to say that Lindsay Lohan played both of the twins. That way we can still put the movie out. And the family was just so obsessed with being famous and being rich that they were like, you know what, screw morals, we're going to do it. So, you know, feel free to dive into that if you want to go down a little fun rabbit hole. Um, I will say it is really impressive how they made it look like Lindsay Lohan was two people in the movie. But, you know, I think the last time I watched it, I was kind of watching for that movie magic. And a lot of times where one, both girls are talking to someone, you only see the back of one girl's head. So it could very easily be a stand in. You know, gotta love the internet. So 1998, that's her breakout. 2000 is when she does the movie Life Size with Tyra Banks. And I have to say, I feel like Lindsay Lohan today and Tyra Banks today are both kind of working with the same reputation. If they got together and did some sort of, I don't know, once again, like a Netflix movie, I would watch the crap out of it. 2003, she does great movies back-to-back, -back, Freaky Friday and Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, and that movie features young Megan Fox. Some people say before plastic surgery. Some people say she just looked young. I mean, she looks hot either way, but she did play a really good mean girl. And in 2003, her star is rising, and this is when we have rumors of her dating Aaron Carter, the first person that she was kind of linked with. 
So Aaron Carter had been dating Hillary Duff for about a year and a half. My God, it was like the Disney era before the Jonas Brothers and Miley Cyrus and everything. And he said in a 2005 interview, check this out, quote, I just got a little bored with Hillary Duff. So I went and I started to get to know Lindsay, dating Lindsay, which is funny because, you know, you might hear that quote and be like, oh my God, that's such scummy behavior. What were they, 17? Everybody's scummy at 17. So we skip forward a year, 2004, and that is when she does Herbie Fully Loaded and Mean Girls. And this is when she truly becomes a household name. Mean Girls was so fantastic. She was such a breakout star in it. And this is when the paparazzi start following her and the reputation of Lindsay Lohan develops. So paparazzi are following her everywhere, her love life, how she parties. It's all over the tabloids. It becomes like such a good selling story. It was really the time for it. And she just gets involved in the world. So she's 17 at this time in 2004. She is the, which by the way, looking back on it, when I say that the 2000s were an early time, if paparazzi were following around a 17, 18-year-old now, I feel like we as, you know, the general public would really give them so much grief. That was not happening in 2004. Like full-on paparazzi would be taking, you know, camera upskirt photos and we would just like buy the magazines at the supermarket thinking that nothing was weird. The world, it's really changed. So yeah, she was also hosting MTV Movie Awards. It was that whole era. Now, in 2004, another person that she dates, Wilmer Vadarama. I just always think of the quote when Nadia from New Girl is like, I like Wilmer Vavarama. Wilmer Vavarama. That's how I think of it. We know that obviously he also dated Demi. He is probably the muse of the song uh, 1729. And he just has a reputation of really being a shit guy. But it's funny because Lindsay Lohan never really said that. So she went on the Howard Stern show. Gotta love how Howard Stern gets everything out of people. And he said that, she said that Wilmer was, quote, her first guy and that, quote, he's a good guy. And then later on in that summer, she told People Magazine once again that he is, quote, a great guy and, quote, seriously, I think he's one of the best guys any girl could be with. He's really sweet. It's very fun. Interesting. I don't think anyone else would say that about him. She was 18 when she dated him. Wilmer was 24. And he told People Magazine in August that they tried keeping their relationship more under wraps because it's, quote, a lot more meaningful that way. They ended up breaking in November, so I think they dated for, like, around six months. And they remained friends. Now, something interesting, once again, you know I love to put a tinfoil hat on. Lindsay Lohan starts a little bit of a music career here too. And one of her most popular songs is the song Rumors. And I can't help but think of the conspiracy theory that Walt Disney was chirogenically frozen. And that is why they named the movie Frozen, Frozen. Because before, if you type in Walt Disney Frozen, you get a bunch of articles about Walt Disney, the man being frozen. Now you type in Walt Disney Frozen, you just see Elsa and Anna everywhere for the first like 10 pages of Google. And with Lindsay Lohan naming her popular song Rumors, if you type in Lindsay Lohan Rumors, some of the articles that you're going to see are probably going to be, you know, YouTube links to the song, the music video, promoting it. And you're probably still going to see rumors about Lindsay Lohan, but it's just going to push them down a little bit more in the SEO ranking in uh, Google. So I always think that's very interesting. I think more celebrities should do that. Like if Kim Kardashian named an eyeshadow palette sex tape, 
you know, that it would be what would come up and things like that. So just something to keep in mind. All right, and 2005 is when we first start getting some of these Lindsay Lohan blind items. So we're gonna dive into them. Here's the first one. Which teen queen isn't as clean as she'd like us all to believe? The wild child has a code name for her favorite drug, cocaine. She refers to it as beaks, as in, you guys got any beaks? And this is, uh, they say, according to an intern at the Wendy Williams radio show, her friend is a coordinator on Saturday Night Live. At the wrap-up party in March, Lindsay Lohan and her friends were there. The coordinator overheard her friends asking for blow, but Lindsay was heard saying, where can I get beaks? As in like the beaks of birds, James Vanderbeek, like I really don't know. Honestly, it's a good code name for cocaine because if somebody said, oh, I have beaks on me, I wouldn't like arrest them because I would have no idea what beaks are. All right, we have two featuring Bruce Willis. Here we go. Which A-list actor is courting trouble with his latest close shaves? Not only did he recently bed a fun-loving teen queen, like literally 18, but he's risking ridicule because his preference for going hairless below the belt made her stomach turn and she's letting everyone know. Oh my God, Bruce Willis. <laughs> Interesting. All right, another one from 2005. Which teen queen followed Duran Duran to the band's hotel and then misbehaved with a tough guy actor, Bruce Willis? The hard partying star demanded to use one of the band's rooms where she was found with piles of coke and a well-known Hollywood bad boy who they allege is Mark Wahlberg. Okay, okay, very interesting. But was she found with piles of coke or was she found surrounded by beaks? That is the question. So now we move on to 2006, and this is where things kind of start to turn a little bit for Lindsay Lohan. She is in a romantic comedy called Just My Luck, and it doesn't do well. And this is like the first movie she's done that hasn't really done well. She is in Chapter 27. She is in Georgia Rule. I will say, I mean, back in the day, Lindsay Lohan was really pumping out the pieces of content. And now during filming in 2006, she is hospitalized and her PR rep says, quote, she was overheated and dehydrated. And I mean, if you listen to Fluently Forward, you know what that means. If you're very much in love, it's a PR relationship or at least a PR statement. And if you're overheated and dehydrated, it's drugs. So there we go. Um, she is also linked to a guy named Harry Morton in 2006, and he is a hard rock cafe heir. Isn't that so fun? If I was rich and famous, I would only date, like I would find something I'm obsessed with and then date the heir or heiress to that. So like, I don't know, Annie's mac and cheese. I would be like, I need to date the heir to the Annie's mac and cheese throne. All right, and now we got some 2006 blind items. What troubled starlet is so obsessed with her supposed nemesis that she's driving everyone mad? She insists on scouring every celebrity magazine to make sure she's never seen in the same clothes, and she once screamed at an assistant for choosing a handbag that her rival had used the night before. And people say that that is Lindsay Lohan either mad about Scarlett Johansson or mad about Hillary Duff. I would venture to say Hillary Duff because there's the whole Aaron Carter situation of everything, but let me know what you think. We've got another 2006 one that says, what sauced starlet showed up at a gay bash and promptly set to work asking the powers that be how she could get some booger sugar? I love the phrase booger sugar. Oh, I love it. 
Another one, which young starlet known for her fluctuating weight has added crystal meth to her diet of drugs? Okay. You can tell that that blind was written in 2006. And another one here. Who is the Hollywood starlet who pulled out of a recent charity do when it wouldn't let them on a private jet? The beauty's mean streak surfaced when she heard that she would have to slum it in first class on a commercial air carrier. And, you know, who knows if that one's true or not, but I have to say I always get pissed about blind items like that. Fly in first class is such a luxury that I would love to do whenever that isn't enough for someone, I feel like that's when you know that you've gone too far and you need to kind of come back down to earth and there's nothing good for you, you know, on that path. Like if first class is below you, you kind of have to change your priorities, spend some time in nature, maybe find God or something. I don't know. What's the first thing you do when you wake up? It's probably not checking your credit score, but at Chime, that's exactly what they do. With their secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card, you can start to build credit with your own money. Chime reports your payments to credit bureaus to help you build credit over time. Their members see an increase of 30 points on average. All of this with no annual fees, large security deposits, or credit checks to apply. So you can start your credit journey with Chime. Signing up only takes two minutes and it doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at Chime.com slash Fluently. That's Chime.com slash Fluently. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Stride Bank, not pursuant to a license from Visa USA Chime checking account and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Regular on-time payment history can have a positive impact on your credit score. Impact to score may vary and some user scores may not improve. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply except at MoneyPass ATMs in a 7-Eleven or any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. Now we are entering 2007 and 2007 is basically, you know, when you play pinball, how do I describe this? When you play pinball and the ball gets into an area where it's just like going left to right, left to right. That was kind of like Lindsay Lohan and rehab and court. So we'll get into some of this starting in January, 2007. So this is when Lindsay Lohan enters a drug rehab program for the first time. She's continuing to work on a movie called I Know Who Killed Me, but she's staying for 30 days at the Wonderland Center in Los Angeles. Then in May 26, 2007, my birthday, she is arrested on a misdemeanor drunken driving charge. She lost control of her Mercedes-Benz convertible and struck a curb in Beverly Hills. I mean, God, that sentence, you have to say, it is a little bit glamorous. It's horrible, but what a glamorous sentence. So she checks into a treatment center in Malibu, which is now her second visit to rehab. And she is voluntarily fitted with an alcohol monitoring bracelet after her release. So she's in rehab for 45 days. Then we're in July. So just two weeks after checking out of rehab, boom, she's arrested again. A woman calls Santa Monica police saying that Lindsay was trying to run her down with a car. So she's charged with drunken driving and cocaine possession, AKA Beaks. <laughs> and she's also charged driving with a suspended license. So now, August 2007, she enters rehab for a third time. This time it's at a treatment center in Utah. So end of August, she pleads guilty to misdemeanor cocaine use, driving under the influence. She is sentenced to serve one day in jail, which you have to wonder, 
Like, what's even the point of that? It's one day in jail. Anyway, 10 days of community service and three years of probation. She has to pay fines, and then she has to enter an alcohol education program. And she's in this treatment center until October, so she's there for a couple months. Then in November, in November, she's arrested again. So this goes on and on. 2007 was really just a year for Lindsay Lohan. We don't, I couldn't find any blinds in 2007, maybe because she was in centers for most of it. So 2008, this is when she gets back on screen. Uh, The movie uh, I Know Who Killed Me comes out. And she is on an episode of Ugly Betty. I remember her appearance on that episode. I loved Ugly Betty. I really want to do an Ugly Betty episode, but I feel like not enough people have watched it. But I kind of just want to do it for myself. So maybe we will. And yeah, she basically, she serves as like, she plays a bully once again. She, I feel like she's good at playing a bully. So in 2008, 2009, we'll also be getting into 2009, she starts dating DJ Sam Ronson. Yes, of the Mark Ronson family. And I remember too, oh my God, like growing up as a millennial, times really were different. So this is 2008, 2009. And when I tell you that like the word lesbian was used so infrequently back then and Lindsay dating Samantha Ronson was really treated as a joke. At least that's how I remember it. That's how the tabloids were reporting it. There weren't people around to like remind people how to speak well. It was just all vitriol and scandal and like, my God, it was like abusive. It was horrible. And I say that as someone who literally talks about blind items on a podcast, even me, I'm like, oh, it's like a little bit too harsh back then. But I remember when Lindsay Lohan was dating Samantha Ronson, it was like, well, this is just one of, it's like she's on crazy girl bingo list and she's just trying to do all of the crazy things. So like, of course, a gay relationship means that she's off the rails. And like, nobody would say that now. It's like an insane thing to say, but that was kind of how it was reported. So they dated, they broke up in April, 2009 and everybody did like this next move. Lindsay Lohan was in a dating video spoof on the comedy website, Funny or Die. That really had him, it's probably still around on Instagram, but it was viewed 2.7 million times in the first week, which nowadays is like you know, pennies. But back then it was like a real viral moment. And in the video, she's basically saying like, hi, I'm Lindsay Lohan and I'm looking for XYZ. And like, this is who I want to date next. It was just very self-aware, but funny. And I mean, Lindsay Lohan, she's good at comedy. She really is. Hi, my name is Lindsay and I'm searching for love. I'm recently single, I think. And I'm looking for someone who I can spend the rest of my life with or at least the rest of my probation with. Now, things still aren't in the clear in 2009. So in 2009, in March, an arrest warrant is issued for her because of a probation violation allegation. Hey, (laughs) sorry, it's not funny. And then the judge ends up dropping the warrant because she decides that Lindsay Lohan was in full compliance. It was just paperwork that wasn't updated. Now, in October 2009, Lindsay Lohan has her probation for drunk driving extended for a year because she needs more time to complete the required alcohol counseling program, and apparently she just hasn't really been attending these uh, counseling sessions and attending the program. So the judge basically says, if you don't go to meetings, you will end up in jail again. And she says that she wants Lindsay Lohan to have her career, but Lohan cannot, quote, thumb your nose at the court. 
aren't you always curious too? Like judges are supposed to be impartial. And I always wonder like, did the judge watch the parent trap? Did they watch Mean Girls? Are they a fan? Do they hate this girl? Who knows? In 2010, here we go. She misses a court hearing in May, and the court hearing was supposed to determine whether or not she had been attending those counseling sessions. Now, Lindsay Lohan is in the Cannes Film Festival at France, and her lawyer tells the judge that she can't fly back and like attend this trial that she has to be at because she lost her passport. So an arrest warrant is issued by the judge, and it ends up being withdrawn after Lindsay Lohan's rep posts her $100,000 bail. And I'm just dying to know how much taxpayer money went into Lindsay Lohan's court appearances and all of the time and energy of all of these government workers and, you know, issuing arrest warrants and all of that. And then I also wonder how much money did Lindsay Lohan post with bail? I'm also such an idiot. I don't know what happens to bail money. Is it like Monopoly where it goes into the pot and it's kind of like taxes? Is it split up among like the lawyer and P? I have no idea. I have no idea. So May 24th, 2010, Lindsay Lohan goes to her rescheduled hearings. She gets new bail conditions. They say you're on a drinking ban. You have random weekly drug tests. And once again, you have to be fitted with a bracelet to detect alcohol. At this point, I mean, she must just be used to it. Like, I wonder if... You know when you wear those, like, bala bangles when you walk to, like, build muscles in your legs? Like, I wonder if one of Lindsay Lohan's legs is a little bit more muscular than the other because she had the bracelet on for so many years. So Lindsay Lohan misses her alcohol counseling, and this is in violation of her probation, so she is ordered to spend 90 days in jail. After her jail program is completed, she is then also ordered to spend 90 days in a drug and alcohol rehab program. Now, wouldn't you know it, nobody ever serves the term that they have to. So in August, she is released after less than two weeks behind bars, and then she is taken to a medical center to begin her court-ordered rehab. Once again, she's not in rehab for 90 days. She's released after just 23 days. And I mean, honestly, show me any celebrity or elite person, obviously I'm thinking Jeffrey Epstein, who served the full sentence that they were given. I swear to God, we're like two months away from Ghislaine Maxwell getting out of jail and, you know, walking down the street on Fifth Avenue and going shopping. So we're still in the same year, 2010. The judge says that she can live in her home. She has learned her lesson. Cut to a month. She posts on Twitter that she failed a drug test, but she's working hard to overcome her drug addiction. Um, and a probation report reveals that a month after rehab, her drug test showed traces of cocaine and amphetamines. So she goes back to court. I mean, truly, she like she should have just bought a house that was close to the courtroom. So she's put back on probation. She is uh, driven to jail. She's released that night after she posts bail. This time, the bail is $300,000. I mean, I thought $100,000 was a lot. $300,000, that's insane. And once again, she is fitted with another alcohol detection bracelet, and then she checks into rehab in California. Now, we are going to get into some blind items from 2010. Here we go. This hard partying actress might want to lay low the Cinco de Mayo. While it's pretty easy to find photos of her looking less than sober, a certain party is now setting a trap for her. They are paying for videos of her drinking and engaged in other less legal activities. They are trying to bolster their case that she isn't capable of managing her own life and she needs someone to step in and take over before it's 
El Dia de los Muertos. I think that's the day of the dead, maybe? Anyway, this is going to correlate with a blind item that we have later that was basically saying that a certain someone was trying to put Lindsay Lohan in a conservatorship at this time. So just pay attention to that blind item. All right, this is a blind item with tons of nicknames. I am going to substitute the alleged real names for the nicknames. Keep your friends close, druggies closer. We know we promised that we wouldn't talk about Lindsay Lohan anymore until she cleans up her act, that is, which she is so totally not doing. So we apologize for bringing her back into the mix, but we had to. The good news, this blind isn't entirely about Lindsay Lohan. It's also about the young Hollywood bestie that's getting the 101 on how to be bad. Meet Katy Perry, a rising diva known for her mildly wild ways. She's picked up one of Lindsay Lohan's nastier habits, Coke. You wouldn't know it, but Lindsay Lohan and Katy Perry are quite close, as in share a gay best friend close, the ultimate bond in Hollywood. The thing is, Katy knows Lindsay's rep and she wouldn't reputation and wouldn't be caught anywhere near her. Even on Twitter, where Lindsay Lohan desperately tries to chat our newest vixen up, she never gets so much as a pity reply. But when Katy Perry doesn't think she'll be caught, she's got absolutely no problem getting wasted with Lindsay Lohan. And for a chick who's so freaking concerned about what people think of her, Katy Perry isn't so discreet about her bathroom behaviors. Maybe she figured it was an unspoken code of Hollywood. What goes on in the bathroom stays in the bathroom. Well, some people have started blabbing. Fellow clubbers on this specific night were too pleased to spot Lindsay Lohan and Katy Perry snorting away. I'm so sorry, just sometimes it's funny. Snorting away in the trendy LA hotspots posh bathrooms. And while Lindsay Lohan went on to tabloid talked about antics that night, Katy Perry avoided the press and instead just pissed off the other partiers with her coked up craziness. Katy Perry was completely out of control, say our club sources, telling us that she was even climbing on statues within the club. Katy Perry has a name that carries clout in Hollywood, so security obviously didn't step in to stop her, although the other club hoppers were complaining. Hey, this is Hollywood, people. If you don't like the way the starlets play, get out of the damn clubs, right? With Lindsay Lohan as a role model, we're terrified what may become of sweet Katy Perry. Cross your fingers, folks, because we'd hate to see Katy Perry's career and personal life go down the drain like Lindsay Lohan's. And I have to say, the names, the alleged names of Lindsay Lohan was Morgan Mayhem and Katy Perry was Strawberry Snortum. All right, another 2010 blind. This once hot film star is so desperately low on funds she can't even get a credit card at a department store. She filled up an entire shopping cart of clothing at a local retailer and didn't have the funds in her bank account. So she tried to apply for the store's credit card. She was politely declined. Not wanting to leave without her merchandise, she then asked a manager if she could set up her own tab based on her celebrity status. She was also politely denied. She then got upset and threw each piece of clothing all over the store until security escorted her out. You have to wonder too, I mean, just in 2010 alone, she spent $400,000 on bail. And I'm sure each month long stay at rehab is what, 50 grand or something? So I'm sure Lindsay Lohan spent over a million dollars on um, her addiction and issues in 2010, which is crazy. 
All right, and the last line from 2010. We may finally have an explanation for this actress's behavior. She's been stricken with vampire fever. More specifically, we mean that the girl is crazy for the genre, and even more crazy for two certain vampire actors. Through her reputation, she has been begging the producers of Twilight, Vampire Diaries, and True Blood for a role, any role, as long as she gets to play a vampire. One of the above is actually considering it, but they are not sure if it would result in a backlash from current fans. Besides, they are not thrilled about the idea of shooting around her other projects. Yes, despite her career dip, she is still getting work. I know, I know, who would be crazy enough to hire her? Apparently those who love drama. I personally think she would have been awesome playing a vampire. I am curious, they mentioned Twilight, Vampire Diaries, and True Blood maybe True Blood would have wanted her. I feel like, you know, you already have all the characters for Twilight. Maybe Vampire Diaries. I mean, I think it would have been like a smash hit. All right, in 2011, the scandals keep continuing. In January, kicking off the year, shopping in Venice, this is when she walks out of a jewelry store with a one-of-a-kind necklace valued at $2,500 around her neck. A store clerk reports it missing and calls the police, and this ends up triggering an investigation by the LAPD. So they get a search warrant to go look in Lindsay Lohan's apartment, and one of the people who work for Lindsay Lohan end up handing over the necklace before the police search her apartment. So just kind of blatant, oh my god, what do you call it when you steal? Not kleptomania. Theft? I don't know. We'll call it theft. In February, she is charged with felony grand theft. And in, you know, the end of February, after she's charged, she makes her eighth court appearance in nine months for a hearing, which is just like wild. Anyway, they're considering her probation. So Lindsay Lohan ends up rejecting a plea deal. They have a hearing set. She spends time in custody. She posts $75,000 bail. I mean, just so much bail money. It's, it's crazy. And her theft charge is reduced to a misdemeanor, which is like crazy. Um, so there we, it, I mean, it's just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Now we are in 2012. This is when she hosts SNL. And once again, she got like pretty good reviews. Some people thought that she was um, very self-deprecating, uh, presented herself very well, and then other people just thought that they didn't want to see her. But it had the second highest ratings of the season, and I got 7.4 million viewers. She also briefly was on Glee. She was a celebrity judge. Now, also in August of 2013, she leaves rehab, or in 2013 now, just kind of moving along, and she is working on a movie... Uh, the Canyons. It's an independent erotic thriller, which, I mean, I should be watching more erotic thrillers. I feel like that's a genre I would be really into. And after this, she is just described. There's a New York Times Magazine article that comes out, and they describe her as difficult to work with and really hard to shoot around. So now she just kind of has this reputation both in her personal life and also professionally. And the reviews aren't that great. They say it's overwrought and unfocused, and it's just not great. So we've got some blinds for 2013. This one's interesting, allegedly about Britney Spears and Lindsay Lohan. They say it was just like old times when this A-list female celebrity got together with this former B-list actress who is now a solid C-. They were involved in a love triangle, but the A-list female celebrity wanted no part of it this week when they got together again. The C-lister thought that she could reignite the flame, but the A-lister said that she is not into women any longer and that the C-lister looked awful 
and that the most the A-lister would do for her is buy her lunch. She also threw in a pack of cigarettes. Okay, that's an interesting one. Another blind. This former A-list celebrity is now a sometimes actress and sometimes television star. She is one of the bigger frauds around, and she loves people to feel sorry for her and think that she is poor and always sick. The thing is, the only thing that makes her sick nowadays is when she has a coke binge. She has enough money to pay for it and to have an assistant cut it into lines for her. Another blind? Our blind item is taking a walk down memory lane, literally. That's because insiders say that the actress recently moved back into her mother's home, sleeping in her childhood bedroom. It's a situation which we're told the troubled 26-year-old's mother is happy with. Know why? Because our blind item will reportedly now be helping her worthless, coke-sniffing mom to meet monthly mortgage payments. She's rumored to be dating a male cheerleader named Josh Chun, but sources say that she recently smashed on Jersey Shore cast member. Don't believe me? Ask Polly D. Today's blind item, Lindsay Lohan, earned $1,092,480 just last year alone, but she's said to have squandered it all. Know why? Because today's blind item is known to be Hollywood's leading party girl. Just ask Leonardo DiCaprio. And I will say the last sentence of that blind item is going to come up again. Leonardo DiCaprio and Lindsay Lohan in a blind item more recently. And a blind item here, which Hollywood star has fallen on hard times and has started selling her body for large sums of money? So this is 2013, and this is when we first get a peek of the idea of Lindsay Lohan being a yacht girl, an escort, and it's in blind items, it's in rumors online, even her own father has said something about it. It's just kind of... You know, it's, it's just kind of, uh, what would I say? It's allegedly very known. And this is the last blind item for 2013. This C-list, mostly anything she can get for work actress, is A++ list when it comes to name recognition and drinking and drugging. On Saturday night, she was so wasted she had to crawl out of the club she was partying in, but insisted she was okay to drive and got in the driver's seat of the car. Um, not her car. She was carried out of that car and deposited in the hired car that had been arranged for her. She climbed over the front seat and dropped into the driver's lap and screamed at him that she wanted to drive. The friend with her told him to just start driving. The actress then puked on the floor of the car and passed out and had to be carried by the driver to the elevator of the building where she was staying. Tis the season. It is the season for sales and it is the season to try new things. I want to talk to you about America's best value meal kit. I am talking about every plate. Every plate is 25% cheaper than grocery shopping. And the reason I love using meal kits, I live alone. And sometimes you want to cook a fun recipe, maybe something you saw online. You don't want to buy an entire bottle of mustard just to use a squirt of it in your recipe. And what every plate does is that they will send you meal kits direct to your doorstep. You get to pick what type of recipe you want. They have these um, changing recipes that you can choose 21 different ones every week. And they will send you the right proportions of ingredients, exactly what you need for your recipe. So if you want to try every plate, you can get your first box for just $1.49 per meal, going to everyplate.com and you enter the code fluently149. So once again, you go to everyplate.com and enter code fluently149. So that is a $110 value that you will be getting there. 
So now we're post 2013, we're going into 2014. This is when that eight part docu-series Lindsay is done with Oprah Winfrey. There's a lot of things revealed in here. Uh, they talk about Lindsay Lohan's life and how she moved to New York after leaving rehab. In the final episode, she said that she had a miscarriage, which interrupted um, her filming and things like that, which there was also some other stuff in the docu-series that was revealed, but it was very personal stuff. And it kind of was said that it was revealed, but the real reveal of it happened in this docu-series. You know what I mean? So it's it's almost like if the docu-series didn't exist, we probably wouldn't know this stuff. So this was something that she told Andy Cohen on Watch What Happens. Basically, she had a sex list that was leaked this year. And it was leaked. Here's the thing. Like, it was a sex list, right? And she said that she wrote it because going through Alcohol Anonymous's 12-step program, this was part of that program. And... She said that somebody took a photo of the list, her sex list, during the taping of her Oprah Winfrey docuseries. But then she said that she will be discussing the list on the finale. So I don't know, to me, I mean, obviously that's a horrible thing to happen. You don't want that to happen to anyone. But I find that so weird that like the drama was created on her docuseries and it happened on the docuseries and then she talks about it on the docuseries. I would just think... If the drama happens on the docu-series, it's your docu-series. Fire the person, get rid of the footage, and bury it if you want to bury it. But let me know what you think. So the docu-series happens, uh, premieres, and it's got 693,000 viewers. It's described as, quote, so-so by The Hollywood Reporter. The ratings slip. The finale uh, had only 406,000 viewers. I mean, still a lot, but a lot of people fell off. She guest stars on an episode of Two Broke Girls, and now this is when we kind of see jet setter Lindsay Lohan. So in October 2016, moving along here, she opens up her first nightclub named Lohan Nightclub in Athens, Greece. And then in 2018, she opens up a beach resort in Mykonos. And then later on, she opens up a second resort as well. Now, it's revealed later that apparently Lindsay Lohan kind of was doing this because she signed on to star in an MTV reality series called Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club, and it was going to focus on the Mykonos Beach House and all of her business ventures, real estate, all of that stuff. It premiered January 2019 on MTV, and then in just June of that year, it was reported that it wouldn't be returning for a second season. Now, in 2016... Lindsay Lohan gets engaged to a London-based Russian millionaire named Igor, and he's the owner of real estate agency Home House Estates. So I'm kind of like, oh, maybe that's why she got into real estate. So they split up in mid-2017, and Lindsay Lohan accuses him of abuse, and he accuses her of stealing $24,000 worth of his belongings. So moving on, we've got a 2018 blind item. It says, this former almost A-list mostly movie actress sure does believe in keeping some family members employed. One of her relatives is acting as her manager, her brother Dakota, and makes all of her appointments and collects the cash. So now we're in 2019. Lindsay Lohan's working with uh, The Masked Singer, the Australian version of The Masked Singer, and she's hanging out in Dubai. It's actually revealed in 2020 that she cannot return to be a judge because she cannot travel from Dubai to Melbourne because of the COVID pandemic and travel restrictions and things like that. 
Also around this time frame, in June 2019, Lindsay Lohan is re-signed with Casablanca Records to release new music. We have a little bit of a snippet of a song released in August 2009. The song is titled Xanax. You know, once again, I'm just thinking of Walt Disney and Frozen. So we get some blind items in 2019. After not having any guys within a decade or two of her age wanting to be with her, our former almost A-list mostly movie actress turned escort is now setting her sights on men three or four decades older than her age. We have another blind about Catherine McPhee and Lindsay Lohan. This illiterate former actress turned escort begged for weeks to get an invite to a bachelorette party featuring the former reality star turned B-plus B-list actress. The escort thinks that it would be great for her singing career. Another blind item, this time about the mass Singer Australia. It says the producers of this foreign reality show, which is a spinoff of one here, are learning what I warned them about when they hired the illiterate former actress turned escort. Don't do it. They should have put something about drug testing in her contract. So that is about her allegedly still doing drugs. Um, and then we have just another one where NT says, I predicted she wouldn't make it through the entire season of the show. I was wrong, but the experience was so bad that the former actress turned escort will not be back for season two. All right, another blind here. Apparently a couple of months ago, someone was crazy enough to lend the illiterate former almost a minusless actress turned escort some jewelry for an event. Of course, they haven't gotten it back yet, and they are about to sue the actress. And if you are a Patreon subscriber, we did a couple of weeks ago a Patreon episode all about illegal things like true crimes that celebrities have done. And of course, Lindsay Lohan was on there for stealing necklaces. If you want to hear any more, like Winona Ryder, everything that she stole, how O.J. Simpson would pirate cable, Matthew McConaughey naked and playing the bongos, getting arrested... Feel free to check that out. All right, we have one about her father. It says, this parental unit of an actress turned escort has no idea about who his daughter is seeing or what her relationship is with any of the men who pay her, but he needed a check, so he gave his opinion. And that was him talking about Lindsay Lohan's relationship with the Saudi prince. Now, this is an interesting blind. It combines the masked singer with yachting. It says, this former almost A-list mostly movie actress turned escort recently increased her rate thanks to an appearance on a television program. The thing is, no one was paying her lower rates. There's just no one left in her circle who hasn't had the opportunity to spend some time with her. All right, and now we're going to take it into 2020 blind items. Here we go. This one is about Ben Affleck and Lindsay Lohan. This permanent A-list mostly movie actor who sometimes directs hooked up with the former actress turned escort about 18 months ago. This is a really creepy one, allegedly involves Harvey Weinstein. One person who has been a frequent caller to the hospital room of the rapist producer is the former actress turned escort who keeps reminding him she would be great in any project he finds. Ah! Ah, and here's a horrific headline title. It says, Lindsay Lohan says women speaking out about their Me Too experiences, quote, makes them look weak. Girl, shut up. All right. I love the Lindsay Lohan, Tina Fey blinds. Apparently over the holidays, this former almost A-list mostly movie actress turned escort showed up unannounced multiple times at the home of this writer slash former A-list TV actress asking for a role in a new reboot of a movie they once worked on together. And if you have not listened to the public episode we have about Mean Girls blind items, you'll know that in the blind item world for years, Lindsay Lohan has just been on Tina Fey like glue trying to get 
you know, some sort of career bump. Uh, all right, Lindsay Lohan ended up joining Cameo. We got a blind item about that. Considering what she normally has to do for $250, this illiterate former actress turned escort is onto something with her Cameo thing. All right, so now we are in 2021. This is when Netflix announced that Lindsay Lohan was going to be starring in a film with them. They started filming in November 2021. And then in March 2022, that was when it was announced that Netflix and Lindsay Lohan had a partnership. So she's going to be in two more films in Netflix that we can expect. She also was a narrator um, for Amazon Prime Video's reality dating show, Love Struck High. And in September, Netflix said that she's also going to do another romantic comedy called Irish Wish. So there we go. That's why people are thinking, okay, like, is Lindsay Lohan, what's going to be going on? Also in 2021, in November, she announced her engagement to financier Bader Shamas after three years of dating. And in July 2022, a rep confirmed that they were married after she called him husband on an Instagram birthday post. So we got some blind items, of course. 2021 says, congratulations to the former almost a minusless actress turned escort on her recent engagement. It is much better than the time she got engaged to the married guy and then had a run for her life when the wife's family discovered it. This former almost a minusless actress turned escort got dumped again and took it really hard because she thought it was going to end in marriage for sure. Apparently, she broke into the guy's house and confronted him while he was sleeping. It also probably came as a shock to the woman who was also sleeping in the bed. Why is this woman here? Wait, haven't I seen you in something before? Oh, okay. So maybe her now husband, there was like a little bit of a rough patch before they ended up getting engaged. Now, I don't know much about Love Island, but this is a blind item involving her and Kaz Crossley. You might know who that is if you are a Love Island watcher. It says this illiterate former A-list actress turned escort thought that she was finally going to get married to a customer, but he has been spending tens of thousands of dollars a month on this foreign-born Love Island star who he has been supporting for the past four months. All right, now... This is about Lindsay Lohan signing a deal for her first podcast, promising intimate conversations with friends and guests. The blind item says there was supposed to be a test episode prior to the former almost a minusless actress turned escort signing a new deal with the company. She managed to avoid it. And unless each episode is carefully scripted, it will be a mess. The company has no idea what it is in for. Reader blind, two male cousins in their late teens from accomplished families in Orange County ended up in the exclusive Betty Ford Center for heroin addiction. They were there at the same time as the train wreck yachter slash actress. They said she hooked up with practically every male there and caused major drama on a daily basis, disrupting the whole facility. The staff could not handle her and they could handle a lot. Now, remember when I brought up an alleged conservatorship. Here's a blind item that addresses that. And that conservatorship blind, I think, was around 2006, 2010. So it says, the former business manager, Lou Taylor, of the singer, Britney Spears, once promised the celebrity mother, Dina Lohan, of this illiterate former, whatever, Lindsay Lohan, $100,000 per month if she placed the actress in a conservatorship. The mom agreed, but the dad didn't because there was nothing in it for him. Another blind item 2021, I'm shocked it has taken this long, but there is a recording of this former almost A-list mostly movie actress having sex with two men. The camera was hidden, but she can't stop it being released when they plan to do it. I hate that. Fuck that. So, I mean, like, not like all of these blind items aren't great, but I just feel like recording someone without their consent 
it's just like, oh my God, it's not even morally gray. It's just like horrible, horrible, horrible. All right, this is a blind item because Lindsay Lohan kind of got involved in the NFT crypto scene for a little bit. The blind says, I don't think it would shock anyone to know that the illiterate actress turned escort is grifting for a scam company who thinks they will be able to scam even more people by using the endorsement of the former actress. She doesn't care what it is as long as the check clears. Well, for certain things, it's cash only, but for this one, she probably just took a check. All right, this is about Lindsay Lohan and Paris Hilton. Like Napalm, these two women used to be best friends. They always hung out together and did coke together. They were in multiple threesomes with each other. The first one we will call AA, Lindsay Lohan. She wasn't as an actress. She peaked at about A minus list. The second one we will call BB, Paris Hilton. She has been an actress and a singer and a reality star and not very good at any of them, but you all know her. They were best friends until a series of events over the course of a couple weeks resulted in them never speaking to each other. Lindsay, over the course of those couple weeks, slept with the boyfriend of Paris Hilton in Paris Hilton's bed while Paris Hilton was passed out in the living room. Paris didn't find out about the sex in the bed until a couple of days later when she woke up from being passed out and found Lindsay orally servicing Paris's boyfriend in the kitchen of Paris's house. She also discovered that Lindsay had slept with two other very close friends of hers and made them pay her. Lindsay definitely made a pass at Paris's dad, but it isn't clear whether she slept with him. She also made a pass at the sister of Paris. Oh, and stole about $10,000 worth of coke for herself. Huh. Okay, now here's the thing. This blind item was put out in 2021. In 2006, Lindsay Lohan was to have a relationship with um, a Greek shipping heir that Paris Hilton had also previously dated. But I don't know, that entire blind sounds uh, pretty crazy to me, kind of like something that I would make one of my Sims do. So whenever it gives me Sim energy, I'm like, was that true? Like how much of that was stretched? All right, and now 2022, here we go with the blind items, most recent. Way back in the day when the former almost A-list actress turned escort, Lindsay Lohan, was best friends with the host, who had the lemon nickname on here, Vanessa Lachey, she would play with knives with the actress, and apparently the two made a sex tape. The actress said she found it when going through a box of items that she hasn't looked over in a decade. Oh my god. Now, this blind is about uh, pregnancy speculation and rumors. It says for at least a decade, the illiterate former A-list actress escort told people that because of some procedures, she couldn't get pregnant. So this would be remarkable if she is. Another blind, this illiterate former A-list mostly movie actress does not leave tips on a fairly regular basis and has a variety of excuses from someone else paid the bill or she just thought she was comped including tip to not have enough cash on her. Don't you always hate that? Like when rich people don't tip, it's like, oh my God, good, good Lord. All right, we're going to circle back to that Elon Musk blind that I had <laughs> mentioned. This is a fun one here. You know that I love when Elon Musk pops up in these blind items. Here we go. Random but fun. This illiterate former A-list actress, Lindsay Lohan, who is a newlywed, saw that the celebrity CEO Elon Musk is vacationing in a country, Greece, where our actress once pretended to own a nightclub. She says that summer the pair hooked up. I believe it. I feel like both of them would be into that. 
This is one about yachting. I thought the term was older, but this barely there celebrity, Bella Hadid, um, said that she first heard it about a decade ago when this illiterate actress, Lindsay Lohan, told it to her and was probably the one who coined it. It is used in messages between a paying party and a yachter on social media. It says PJP, which translates to private jet for play. All right, now, NT is so good with conspiracy theories. If you're not subscribed to him on Patreon, you're missing out because he puts out a crap ton of content every month. It's incredible. This is a blind item. We're going to kind of wrap things up here with the conspiracy angle. All right, it's called Second Luck. He says, in this space and in my podcast, I have talked extensively about this celebrity conspiracy theory. I always wonder if there was a twin. I have always leaned towards no, and then this week something remarkable happened. I was researching a completely different subject and talking to someone who knows the surviving twin really well and has known the actress for well over a decade. I asked a random question about the mom of the actress and the history she has with criminals in a certain state as well as past love interests. The source started talking about those people and then out of the blue started rambling about 2010 and to check on that. I did some digging and vaguely remembered the incident the source was referring to, but in a follow-up asked why it was so important. The legend has always been that the twin was killed by the studio. That part of the story never made sense to me. Why kill the better actress? Well, what if the twin wasn't killed by the studio and wasn't killed when the legend said she was? What if it was later? What if it was done by these family members out of state? What if our actress had to appease those same people to keep from being killed? It is a fact that the criminals exist. It is a fact that they are extremely close to the mom and have done things which have landed them and the dad in jail before. They are not nice people. They will do anything to make a buck. Would they exploit a newfound star while leaving the other intact? Let's go back to 2010. There was a statement made under oath by the actress. It wasn't true. She was desperate to be able to go see these criminals and told a lie in an effort to do so. She also knew there would be drugs and alcohol involved and wanted a dispensation. Why did she need to go? What was so important that they needed her there and couldn't come to her? It had something to do with a very close family member. Was the twin still alive then? Was there something that the actress needed to do for the family? Was it time to say goodbye? None of the criminals are close family members. They are family, but not close. Did the twin live a decade longer than the legend says? So yeah, I mean, I think nobody really, I think even NT, like nobody really believes in the theory, but you know, it's always a fun, it gets wacky on the internet. It just gets wacky over there. So let me know what you think about all of this, I think the main question on everyone's mind is, does Lindsay Lohan deserve a second chance? And I think a lot of people, you get really nostalgic, right? The Parent Trap is like the ultimate feel-good movie. We love Mean Girls. We love Freaky Friday. And it's just so ingrained in us. And it's something that we really have to work hard to get out of, where when you see a character, you think that the individual is that character. And it's just not true. Like before I was one of those people saying, yeah, let's give Lindsay another chance. I think she's already had so many chances. And I, I do get really frustrated when privileged people are given so many chances and normal people aren't, right? Like just the fact that Lindsay Lohan is posting all of this bail. A normal person couldn't do that. She's only serving two weeks in jail instead of 90 days. How often does that happen to the average person? She's caught with all these drugs on her, walking around free afterwards. You know, if if you're if if you're like a black man in Chicago and that happens, you're not getting the Lindsay Lohan treatment. And I just find it so like 
unbelievably unfair that celebrities do this. And has she been given many chances? Yes, she's been given so many chances, but she's been showing up late to set or she's been taking drugs on set or she's been back and forth and back and forth. And I do understand that, you know, I don't, it's issues of addiction. I don't think that she's doing it to like be vindictive and like try to be an asshole. But at the same point, you know, you don't want to reward behavior like that. And I just find it really frustrating. Also, what I find really egregious is that all of these charges of drunk driving, this isn't just like a Hollywood starlet stealing a necklace. Anytime you get fucked up and then you go behind the wheel of a car, she's just lucky that she hasn't killed people. She very easily could have killed innocent people. It's not just harming herself. It's harming others. It's just being really fucked up. And I feel bad that she's had this tragic life and allegedly has had to be escorting. And it just seems like things have been really hard. But by the same token, I just think at the very, very, very least, if you get caught with drugs and then you get a light sentence, at the very least, you should donate to programs that are working to get people out of jail for nonviolent drug crimes. Like you should donate some money to that cause. And if you get, you know, off kind of scot-free for drunk driving and driving under the influence, at the very least, you need to then repent and like donate to different causes, you know, mothers against drunk driving, things like that. Cause I just think like, those are just some like not good things to do. Anyway, that being said, I know so many people love Lindsay Lohan. We will see how she is in this Christmas movie and also this um, Irish movie that she's in and a mysterious third one that's going to be coming out on Netflix. As always, we will be posting different photos on Instagram this week. I'm talking the different eras of Lindsay Lohan. I'm talking some clips of her... Um, songs, rumors, Xanax, all of that stuff. And of course, the most iconic paparazzi photos of her, her dancing in Greece, things like that. I mean, she's really had a life that she has lived. So if you want any more content, you can go to patreon.com slash fluentlyforward. Five bucks a month, we do an extra hour long or more episode every week on Fridays. And also sometimes we just drop other random episodes there too. We have a long hour and 40 minutes where we discuss um, the Midnights, the Midnights episode from Taylor Swift. So as always, thank you so much for hanging out with me and I will see you next week for another episode of Fluently Forward. Bye guys. Bye.